So Philippians chapter four and verse six. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, that's asking, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Another translation, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, which is another word for asking and asking for help. With thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So what I want to do is just go through these verses um, bit by bit and unpack, because what's being offered here is a genuine victory over anxiety and worry and an invitation to enjoy the steady enjoyment of God's supernatural peace and wholeness. And the Apostle Paul is giving a prescription that if we follow it, will allow us to live in God's peace and not be shaped and ruled by anxiety. And Paul is an amazing example because he lived this stuff and found it working. So we read in Corinthians that Paul suffered beatings and he suffered imprisonment and he suffered shipwreck and he had the burden of all the churches and sometimes he was misunderstood and sometimes he was rejected. And he says in Philippians, I've learned the secret of contentment. When I've got a lot or when I'm lacking, I can still enjoy God's contentment. And so Paul is offering here a prescription from heaven that he tried and tested under extreme circumstances. And the first thing he says is, do not be anxious about anything. So it, he's literally saying, let nothing, not let no single thing make you uneasy, unsettled, and troubled. Let nothing. He, he doesn't say there are some things that we are permitted to be anxious about and that there are other things we must not be anxious about. He says, do not be anxious about anything. He covers the whole of life and says, even when actual things are happening, do not be anxious, troubled or worried. And even when we're thinking about potential things, don't be anxious. Um, in Corinthians, Paul says, um, take every thought captive. Um, he talks about taking speculations captive. Often anxiety works in the mind, in the imagination, in the things we meditate on. And it can be imagining a certain future and Paul says don't be anxious about any imaginary future and sometimes it can be the very things that we're living and facing and Paul says even in the very things that are right now reality no matter what don't be anxious but this is not a a denial or passivity or indifference there are some people we know maybe who are never anxious about anything but maybe they're people who are in denial, or maybe they just are passive, or maybe they are indifferent. 
Paul here is talking about a peace in the midst of the things we care about. And he's talking about a supernatural kind of peace. Sometimes we read verses like, do not be anxious about anything. And we think this is something we are going to engineer and make for God. We think that God's got this standard where he says, don't worry, don't be anxious. And we think we're going to make that happen by our own willpower. No, these verses are talking about a supernatural kind of peace. And then he goes on to talk about how this peace can be enjoyed. So first of all, there's the command. Don't be anxious about anything. But then he says, but in everything, by prayer and petition. But in everything. Paul is saying that prayer is not just in the moment of crisis, but he's saying, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, that our lives are to be saturated with an awareness that everything is by the grace of God, that there's this invitation that prayer and engaging with God is about life in general, not just about the crisis moments, that every situation we face and go through in our day can be navigated with different kinds of prayer, talking about things to God, engaging with God all day about everything, in everything. So he's talking about this peace that breaks the back of anxiety comes into a heart that has learned the habit of in everything by prayer that there's this enthusiasm for the person of god the father god um, jesus and holy spirit i want to engage with them in everything i want to talk to them about everything and then he says but in everything by prayer and petition he's saying that there's the general uh, asking and, and living in relationship with God, with everything. But then there's the specific type of prayer, the petition, the asking God, the requesting God for help. He says, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And so when we uh, hit things where we need breakthrough and where there's a crisis we can be very specific to God we can ask him we can um, petition him we can bring our requests to God and we can ask God for help that we can be very very specific about the situation about the circumstances and what we see we can ask God and say I need your help I need your breakthrough I need your provision I need your wisdom we can let our concerns be made known to God. We're coming to a person who loves us. We're coming to a person who knows us. We're coming to a person who cares for us. But he also says, present these requests with thanksgiving. And there's a sense of we're coming to God and we're making known to God our desires, our needs, our uh, a desire for him to act on our behalf in circumstances and situations. But there's this thanksgiving, this awareness of the all-wise, all-knowing, omniscient God who is wise beyond our imagination. It's with thanksgiving, I'm thanking you, God, that you know. I'm thanking you, God, that you care. I'm thanking you, God, that you're working even when I don't see 
that you're working that thanksgiving is the opposite to coming to god with a demanding dictating of how and when it's with thanksgiving and paul is saying that the whole of our lives be saturated with thanksgiving um sometimes we can live our lives without an awareness of gratitude and thanksgiving and and paul is saying that this kind of peace comes to hearts as we live our whole life in thanksgiving and then he says and the peace of god and the peace of god that transcends all understanding that when we're we're, we're living our life with we're aware of God in, in all things and in everything. We're praying and we're, we're thanking God and we're grateful to God and we're bringing our requests and our burdens to God and we're leaving them with God. And we have an open-handedness with God and a thankfulness with God. He's saying there's a, there's a supernatural grace, um, peace that comes to us. And it's, notice it's the peace of God. It's, it's not our peace. It's not a peace that's uh, an emotional peace or a peace that we've manufactured. It's a the peace of God. There's something that comes from heaven. It's peace from heaven. It's the very peace that God enjoys that can be the thing that we enjoy, that there's a supernatural capacity of God to come to us and protect our lives from anxiety, that God comes to us and protects our inner world from agitation and frustration he comes and he protects us from powerlessness and anger and he brings instead a calm tranquility and quiet and it's important to know that the christian life is not a life of your willpower it's not a life of you trying hard to be peaceful and trusting. This verse is about accessing something that doesn't come from you, that belongs to God, that comes from God. That's something that he enjoys, that God enjoys peace. That we're actually powerless to engineer this kind of peace. That it's a peace that comes from a greater power than us, that we access by prayer, by petition, with thanksgiving. And then it says it transcends all understanding. Now, sometimes we can have a peace or a rest or a comfort because we feel in control. We, um, we might be facing circumstances in which we know what to do and we know how to comprehend and we know how to understand and we feel in control or empowered to make a difference but Paul is talking about a different kind of peace here it's not the peace of, of human ingenuity or human wisdom or human capacity to control or to make things different he's talking about a peace that is beyond our capacity to understand it's a ease and it's a rest that actually defies all human rational explanation this is a peace that defies our comprehension. This is a peace that goes beyond our own capacity to make a judgment. This is a peace that goes beyond our capacity of perception or interpretation of information of a situation. This is a kind of peace that only comes through a yielded, surrendered heart and a heart on a journey of, of, of surrender to God. It's a peace beyond our understanding. And like I said, sometimes we can enjoy peace because we feel in control or we enjoy peace because we have a self-reliance. 
but many of you will know circumstances and situations where you are utterly powerless. And yet there's a peace that comes into circumstances where we can say, this defies all human reasonable logical comprehension. This is a peace that's not my peace. This is a peace that's coming from God. And finally, he says that this peace will guard our hearts and our minds. Um, Bill Johnson talks about this verse like a sandwich. And he says on one slice of bread, there's prayer. And on another slice of bread, there's thanksgiving. And then in the middle is all this supernatural activity. That's the activity of God. And Paul is saying this supernatural peace that transcends all of our understanding guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And someone said that to, to understand this word guards our hearts and minds. If you imagine a medieval or an old castle you know the ones where you see in the movies where the soldiers are at the top and they're guarding the city and Paul is describing the peace of God that guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus as being like a centurion soldier who's marching around the top of the city and the wall and looking out when when the centurion sees the soldier sees on the ramparts of the wall when he sees anxiety come or worry come or distress come or overwhelming interpretation come it's like it guards the heart and the mind from invading so Paul is saying here that this peace can guard us it watches over us it protects us and this peace can actually control access to our emotions and our thoughts it protects our hearts the place of our emotions and it protects our mind which was where we interpret and speculate and think that this peace has the capacity to guard and watch over and protect and say halt to any thoughts that would be destructive to us and can control access to our emotions and thoughts so christianity is is not this standard from God where he says don't be anxious and we then have to go and say I've got to live a life where I'm not anxious because I want to please God. Christianity is a invitation to, to come to one who is in control, who is capable to guard our hearts and our minds, who is able to give us a peace that transcends our comprehension. We're coming to Christ we're leaning on Christ, we're yielding and surrendering to Christ, we're drawing near to the one who is capable to guard us and to keep us and to protect us. So